BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84LOU and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello everybody. Welcome to the Great America Show. I'm Lou Dobbs. Great to have you with us. Biden world is in a bit of a tilt of late. I'm sure you've noticed. Turns out the Bidens can't help themselves. They just keep making more and more of a mess of the messes they've made. President Biden is the liar-in-chief. He lied as a candidate, saying he didn't know anything about Hunter's business. He lied about the Hunter laptop. It wasn't Russian disinformation, after all. But it took 51 intelligence agency veterans to also lie to get him through the last debate and to win the election. But those intel vets are now lying for their lives because they're ruined when Trump takes office and the puppet Biden is gone. Hunter Biden's attorney, Abby Lowell, telling House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer what the rules will be if, if Hunter decides to respond to Comer's subpoena. But those aren't the rules, and Chairman Comer is having none of it. This week, Chairman Comer and Judiciary Committee Chairman Jordan will present their cases and their evidence to the Speaker and the full Republican conference to get certification for the impeachment inquiry to ratchet up the investigation and move toward a full impeachment of President Joe Biden. To take up all of this, our guest is attorney Mike Davis. Mike is the founder of the Article 3 Project, and it's great to have you with us, Mike. This looks like Abby Lowell is playing with fire, talking big like that to House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. Yeah, I mean, the House Oversight Committee is one of the oldest committees in Congress, and they have the absolute power to subpoena witnesses when you're dealing with evidence of foreign corruption and foreign bribery, especially as it relates to whether the president of the United States is compromised by tens of millions of dollars in corrupt payments from China, from Ukraine, from Russia, from Kazakhstan. The House of Representatives has has every right. It actually has a constitutional duty to get to the bottom of this. And I think that Abby Lowell 
is playing games on behalf of his sleazebag client, Hunter Biden. Well, he's playing games, obviously. And and my question is, I, I Comer doesn't strike me as a fellow to play games with very long. Uh, is there going to be a, a House Oversight Committee hammer come down on Abby Lowell and his client and get and get to work on testimony? Well, it's very interesting. I mean, if 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 Hunter Biden doesn't show up at this deposition and provide documents and testify, they can move for contempt of Congress and make a criminal referral. And people can laugh and say, well, the Biden Justice Justice Department's not going to do anything about that. Well, guess what? I think the statute of limitations is five years. And I can assure people that the Trump Justice Department will do something about that. However you want to talk about architecture. I mean, it's it's easily uh, plausible and acceptable to consider that uh, Biden and his uh, father will tell everybody to go to hell, just as they have done for the past, what, 50 years of his uh, service to the nation? Yeah, I mean, remember that President Trump's advisors, including Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro, legitimately claimed executive privilege, which we've had 250 for 250 years going back to George Washington that presidents can get candid advice from their advisors inside and outside of government without Congress meddling in that advice and the Biden Justice Department is prosecuting both of those individuals for contempt of Congress so I don't know how they can turn around and not prosecute Hunter Biden I don't think that Hunter Biden is giving his father advice I think he's he's given 10% to the big guy well, he is that, but here's here is again another issue. Uh, the President Biden is doing what he wants. Uh, he is talking to whom he wants without record, uh, without any recording or witnesses to what he is saying or doing with the with the uh, the, the dictator of communist China. Uh, he is uh, involved in his son's business. He lies about not being, but it's clear that he was and seems to be able to get along very neatly without being running afoul of anyone who can create a consequence for him or any member of his family. Uh, isn't that where we are? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly right, Lou. We have a politicized and weaponized justice system where they're going at the Biden Justice Department and these Democrat prosecutors are going after Trump, Trump's lawyers, Trump's top aides, Trump's supporters, Parents outraged at school board meetings about gender chaos and the resulting rapes in high school bathrooms, Christians praying outside of abortion clinics, while these same Democrats, while this same Justice Department is ignoring the obvious foreign bribery and corruption of our clearly compromised president of the United States, his son Hunter, his, his brother James, it seems like every Biden family member is on the take, except for, of course, the five-year-old granddaughter who they refuse to acknowledge for five years. We also have Antifa amnesty and BLM amnesty and Hamas amnesty and abortion activists and trans activists. We have politicized and weaponized our justice system in America, not we, Democrats, Biden and Democrats. And this is how countries fall apart. Well, I, this one is falling apart. No one should doubt that for a minute. We haven't fallen apart, but we're falling apart. And when the president of the United States ignores the Supreme Court and its rulings, uh, we're just a, another you know, uh, step down uh, as we decline. 
I don't understand how Joe Biden can email out 800,000 uh, uh, flyers about student loan debt uh, to tell students about the relief they're getting and therefore they should vote for him. Uh, I mean, he's not paying any attention whatsoever to the Supreme Court, is he? No, I mean, Biden is probably the most corrupt president that we've ever had in office. He is clearly compromised by tens of millions of dollars and foreign bribes and other corruption to every family member. He disregards all norms. He's weaponized his Justice Department. He's weaponized his intel agencies. And there's no consequence. I mean, look what he did after the Dobbs decision. He said he said that his staff and his attorney general said that these these people who are threatening and intimidating Supreme Court justices in their homes over a pending case is they, they claim that's protected by the First Amendment. That is clear obstruction of justice. Just imagine if conservatives were outside Ketanji Brown Jackson's house while she's deciding a case. Yeah, it, it, it's on its on its face is uh, absolutely outrageous. But everything he's doing is. But, you know, you and I keep talking about what he is doing. You and I both know it's not him. This man couldn't be making these decisions, these judgments, planning these strategies and responses and rebuttals uh, and and playing at the level that uh, he would he, he must in order to do all of this. He has someone managing him. He has someone maneuvering him and his policies in the way that they are unfolding in public. Uh, and we need to really quit talking about this impaired, compromised puppet president. Uh, we should be talking about the people who are his masters. Uh, and they are, I think, a number of people, not simply one. I don't think it's just simply Barack Obama is what I'm saying. And I do think we have to cut through to the fact that we are dealing with a historic moment in so many ways. But amongst them is a point in history in which our our chief executive of this republic uh, is a group of people managing a, a front man, a prop, uh, a puppet. I mean, there's no question about this. I will say this. I think Joe Biden is a terrible person and he's a corrupt person to his mm -hmm. core. And we saw that by the fact that he refused to acknowledge his five-year-old granddaughter for five years until he became he, he came under tremendous political pressure. But I also agree with you that he's a buffoon and he's he's controlled by others, including Barack Obama. Uh, who knows who else? And it's probably largely Barack Obama. And it's a yeah. good example of this, Lou, is after the, the October 7th attack on Israel, the worst terrorism imaginable, right. Joe Biden came out and he had some pretty strong statements on Israel at first. And then guess what? I think Obama reeled him in, and then now he's apologizing to Hamas supporters in America who are terrorizing Jewish Americans all over the, the country. Yes, I, I he came right out and said in the midst of the October 7th massacre in the immediate aftermath that he really thinks there should be a, a, a an equality here in terms of care and concern for Hamas. And then he also said that, remember, we ultimately have to have a two-state solution. I just don't understand why we continue with the fiction that he's the president of the United States. Because I mean, it doesn't serve any purpose for those of us who like to talk about truth. He's, he is a useful idiot for the people who control him. And 
you know, and th the problem is, Lou, is, is that because he's so crooked, because he's so corrupt, because he's so compromised, it makes him easily manipulated, whether it's by his puppet masters at home like Obama or our foreign enemies, whether it's China or Russia. They, they know that this family's on the take and they know that they have compromising material on him. Well, we're, we're talking with Mike Davis. We're going to continue this fascinating conversation. We're going to get to the bottom of who's running this, this fella in the Oval Office. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. We're talking with with Mike Davis, and he's the head of the Article 3 Project. And uh, Mike, it's great to have you back with us. I want to ask you, now we get word that Biden's Department of Justice uh, is has been targeting Trump supporters on Twitter, demanding the lists of all the users who uh, who retweeted, liked, or mentioned President Trump's Twitter account. Can you imagine? I, I can't even imagine, personally, what in the world they're thinking about. Well, the problem is, is that we have this Biden special counsel Jack Smith, who is a rabid partisan who was previously unanimously reversed by the Supreme Court, eight to nothing. It would have been nine to nothing, but Justice Scalia died for Jack Smith's uh, brazen political prosecution of former Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell, a likely right. presidential or vice presidential contender in 2016. He got banished to The Hague. He should have been done in, in the law. He should be at Starbucks serving coffee. But Biden and Garland brought him back to take out President Trump. And he has teamed up with these Obama D.C. judges, Beryl Howell and Tanya Shukin, two of the most partisan judges imaginable. And they are railroading President Trump. They're railroading his aides, his supporters. They're trampling over the Constitution with this illegal warrant that Judge Beryl Howe signed to get these Twitter files. You have these illegal gag orders that these Democrats like Judge Tanya Shukin are pursuing. You would think that these Democrats are smart enough to realize that Jack Smith has horrific legal judgment and he's going to get reversed by the Supreme Court, but I don't think they care, Lou, because I think that their immediate goal is to take out President Trump before November 5th, 2024. Yeah, I, I, I think that's their goal. And I think that uh, I, I think it's interesting that we're all sitting here watching this process unfold as if there's a, a plexiglass wall between us and the events that are occurring, when in fact, we're watching the destruction of the republic 
Yeah, I mean, well, the the Supreme Court has to take cases and controver cases or controversies that go through the system. They can't just go straight to the Supreme Court. But your your broader point is taken, Lou. That you have these Democrat judges who get out there and make pronouncements, like this. Beryl Howell just gave a speech, essentially saying, "If Trump comes back, we're going to have fascism." Highly inappropriate. And the Chief Justice of the United States is the Circuit Justice for the D.C. Circuit, including the D.C. District Court. And I think as a uh, I think the chief justice has a duty to keep these judges uh, in the D.C. Circuit and the D.C. District Court in line. And when they get out of their lanes, when these judges take off their robes and they get out there and make political pronouncements and do political speeches, I think the chief justice should slap them down. He is obviously compromised himself. There is a reason that this man uh, turned upside down uh, the language uh, to talk about a, a, a tax and a fee uh, to change when talking about Obamacare uh, to come out with uh, the Dobbs decision. But at the same time, uh, you know, give a suggestion uh, as to how that could be mitigated in some cases, uh, sort of a defense, a state's uh, rights defense, if you will. Uh, he also then in the affirmative action case came out and actually gave a prescription for colleges and universities through which they could circumvent the impact of the decision that the court had just handed down. Uh, this is a man who is not thinking right. He is himself, uh, you know, I, I think very troublesome uh, and uh, troubled. What do you think? Well, I, I, when I clerked on the Supreme Court, I got to know the Chief Justice, and he's a nice guy personally, and I like him personally. But I'll tell you, his jurisprudence is problematic in this sense. Uh, it's, it's too political. It's <laughs> we're going to look at the political polling and look where the mood of the American people is on a particular issue. And, you know, we're going to we're going to rule based upon the politics. And that is that is a very troubling judicial philosophy for a judge. They have lifetime tenure. They have pay protection. They're not supposed to care about the politics. I think the chief justice is generally a conservative man. But the problem is, is that he does these little he plays these little games with his decisions to appease leftists because he thinks that he's protecting the institution, he's protecting the court, and all he's doing is he's incentivizing more attacks on the court, which undermines the institution. Yeah, he's single-handedly uh, I, I undercut the institution. If he wants to preserve it, we've just gotten a, a decision in which uh, Kavanaugh and uh, and uh, Barrett uh, voted with the with the liberals uh, to 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 block Florida's protection of young children. Uh, from from drag queens and salacious materials, I, I mean it's it's ignorance that we're watching here, and it is the unraveling uh, of the country's very fabric, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean I don't know I don't think that when the founders created the Constitution and when we ratified the First Amendment, I don't think we had drag queens grooming kids as one of the things they were trying to protect in the Constitution. So I get your point, Lou. I think what we need to do in Trump's second term when it comes to these judges is we need to pick judges who have both the background and more importantly the backbone to stand up for the Constitution and stand up for the, the rule of law and they shouldn't give a damn 
what people think about them, right? They need to, we need so people- where are you going to find these, where are you going to find these uh, courageous uh, warriors of the law? These attorneys who have the spine to stand up against the ABA, the uh, the Marxist dim uh, establishment in the universities, uh, over a hundred universities with uh, active Marxist organizations operating and inculcating their their <laughs> their uh, line of thinking, their ideology. I, I mean, where are you going to find these people? And everybody wants to pretend Joe Biden is the president and there isn't a Barack Obama behind the curtain and there isn't a cabal of Marxists uh, operating in our law schools and making certain that we're uh, manufacturing one creepy leftist uh, after another uh, to attack every institution in in our in our nation. Yeah, I mean, I would say that where we're going to find these judges are the thirty judges who President Trump appointed to the critically important federal courts of appeals around the country. And I'll tell you, the judges who I think are the strongest, the Amul Thapars, the Patrick Bumates, the James Hose, the, there are so many of these rock-solid judges, they've already been considered not qualified by the American Bar Association. So I don't think these judges give a damn about what the American Bar Association or the left thinks about them. Those those are the types of judges we need to put on the Supreme Court are people who are fearless. We're going to take a quick break here, but where are the fearless warriors that will take on the ABA itself? We're talking with Mike Davis. He is the head of the Article 3 Project. We'll be right back. Stay with us. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Back now with Mike Davis, Article Three Project Director and President and Founder, uh, and and Mike, where do we find this? Uh, because what is not working for this country is the old system. That system is breaking down before our very eyes, and there is not a new idea. There's not an original idea within the Republican Party about what to do about it. I completely agree with you on that, Lou. That's why it's so critically important that we get President. Trump back in the White House uh, in 2024 so we can finish the job. He has unfinished business from the first term. His first term was robbed from him by this Democrat lawfare. It started before he even became president with the Russian collusion nonsense. They impeached him twice for nonsense. They in, they've indicted him four times for non-crimes. They're trying to 
bankrupt his business for non-fraud. They've illegally gagged him twice. They're, they're trying to throw the legal Hail Mary and just take him off the ballots in key states because they know that... Are they going to succeed at that? I'm sorry? Are they going to succeed? Well, I mean, I don't think they're going to succeed at the end of the day because I think the American people are going to put President Trump back in the White House uh, after November 5th, 2024. And I dare to try to throw him in prison. Why do you believe that? Because I can't think of a single jurisdiction in the entire country. And by jurisdiction, I'm referring to a county, a a municipality, uh, a precinct where there has been a victory uh, for law and order over uh, ballot harvesting, uh, you name it. Uh, it, It's just, there's just been no improvement in this country right now in terms of electoral integrity. And here we go again, and the Republicans are talking and whining and telling you what they're going to do. And you know what? Not a single one of them is doing a, a darn thing. Yeah, I mean, I think we have a major problem at the Republican National Committee, and that major problem is Ronna McDaniel. And she is not raising, she has not raised the money that she needs to raise. She's not putting money into the ground game. She's not putting money into the legal effort. I just want to know what the hell she's doing, because all she's doing, she's very good at losing elections, and I'm not seeing how she's good at anything else. Well, as you know, I've called for her to be... Uh, excused from the room uh, a number of times. And I don't understand why it takes any kind of uh, uh, thought on the part of anyone in Republican leadership to show her the door. Uh, She's lost in four cycles. She is utterly inept. Uh, She is a rhino of the worst. And I suspect something worse than rhino, frankly. Uh, it's just, you know, this is one thing, ineptitude is one thing, uh, but this wholesale losing uh, is, well, highly suspicious, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, it's she's like lost every, she's lost every election since she became the RNC chair. When did she become the RNC chair? Back in 2017, she doesn't win elections. She spends a lot of money, but she doesn't raise a lot of money and she loses a lot of elections. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell she thinks her job is as the RNC chair. So who is going to to lead this fight? Is it going to be Speaker Mike Johnson, uh, who seems reticent to think about actually looking at the evidence and impeaching President Biden for everything that's obvious to all reasonable men and women who look at the evidence? Look, I want to give Speaker Mike Johnson a little bit of running room here. I think we should give him I'm sorry. And there's no running room. There is no running room. We're going into the last year of the 118th Congress. We're uh, less than a uh, a year away from the election. We what six weeks away from the first uh, caucus uh, in Iowa. Uh, seven weeks, the first uh, primary uh, in New Hampshire. Where's the where is the ramp? Well, I mean, I I think that we should give him through this first. CR that he did through January 15th or whatever it was. And if he doesn't produce results as the Speaker of the House, if he doesn't start cutting spending and he doesn't start uh, including appropriations writers to cut off federal funding of the Marxist left's agenda, which the federal government is funding every second of every day, if that doesn't happen, then you're going to see me not calling for running room for Mike Johnson. I'll be calling for What will you be calling for? What will you do then? Seriously. 
You're talking about running room. This is a crisis. It's urgent. It's as urgent for anyone in the law, by the way, who gives a damn about the law, uh, as it can be. There, do you not? Do you not feel that urgency? Oh, I absolutely feel the urgency. I know that we're going to lose our country if President Trump loses the election on November fifth, twenty twenty four. And my point point about Mike Johnson is he inherited a mess, and I, he need he needs to produce and produce very fast, including with aggressive oversight which he's doing, much more aggressive than Kevin McCarthy. He's actually released the January 6th tapes, which Kevin McCarthy did not do. He's actually allowed these committee chairmen to subpoena the Bidens, which Kevin McCarthy did not do. And I think the big test is on January 15th, does Mike Johnson continue to go along with the Uniparty's spending spree, or does he actually start to cut spending? Yeah. Do you know what frightens me is that people are going to go into that without any thought uh, <laughs> whatsoever uh, of the conditions preceding. Uh, go into a discussion about the budget and uh, wanting to uh, talk wholesale uh, what they're going to cut, what they're not going to cut. There are more tripwires in that budget than any one of the so-called experts wants to acknowledge. If the Republicans so much as whisper the word, uh, in any way, Social Security, uh, Medicare, Medicaid—they're damn fools, and they're and, and they're going to doom the party. Uh, so I'm worried about that little group of people. They're usually libertarian. They want to talk big about big numbers, and they don't really know what the hell they're talking about politically. They almost sunk the Republicans in the House uh, with their debt ceiling nonsense. Uh, that stuff has got to be tamped down. And what has to be urged upon them, in my opinion, Mike, is the urgency of bringing integrity back to the system. And that means acknowledging that the Department of Defense can't find $2 trillion worth of assets. They can't balance their books. But we've got idiots out talking about uh, drag queens, transvestites, whatever they are, and talking about making that part of military doctrine for the United States military. This is idiotic what we're doing. It's got to stop. You are absolutely 100% correct, Lou. I agree with you on everything you just said. And we have, to, we have to take back our country. We have to get serious about uh, winning elections and using that power to take back our country. And, how, and what, do we do with all the, what do we do with all the damn lawyers? Well, I mean, I, I'm a recovering lawyer, so I, I, I have, a lot, of, I have a, a lot of good ideas what we can do with the damn lawyers, but I probably shouldn't say it on air. Well, I and I won't urge you to do that, but I, this is we're in such a foul, foul um, moment in history, and we have to brighten the prospects for our kids and our grandkids, uh, and for one another. And I just don't see us coming together around that idea. And it troubles me deeply to see Republicans who are supposed to be conservatives try to conserve, to preserve. Uh, this republic and damn their hides for their failure of both principle and uh, and courage uh it is time to wake up and get on with it uh, you are one of the folks doing your level best for us and we appreciate it mike mike davis you get the last word here uh, on the great america show well i appreciate you lou and all you do every day to fight and i hope you have a merry christmas and a happy new year
Well, I'm going to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year right back and uh, the same to everyone listening to us. Thanks so much. God bless. Thanks to Mike Davis and thanks everybody for being with us. Our guest tomorrow is the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, Devin Nunes, and also former House Intelligence Committee Chairman. Please be with us. Join us for that and more. Thanks and God bless you and God bless America.